Now we're continuing recording. Now we're starting the show, guys. Okay. Okay. Ready? Yes, Rick. All right. Oh, a ton of virus. <laughs> well, this is the reject rundown again, you guys. What's going on, Uncle Arge? Freaking Uncle Lisp, Uncle uh, SG3. I don't, man. All these damn names. You two are cousins, you know that. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm Uncle RJ. Lisp! <laughs> oh, yeah, Lisp! 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 I can't handle. I can't handle you. I can't I handle you. I'm Uncle Lisp. Rick, we got it right, guys. It's me. It's me. It's SG3. How y'all doing, man? He's the only one that got it right out of three of us. I swear. Even you messed me up, man. Well, probably because you're the one that started it. I'm over here with the name on my bottom of my screen. Can't even read it. Hey, everybody. I'm with Uncle RJ. Okay. Sorry. You gonna probably start this video. No, it's a fine. Let's keep this going. It's me, Tony the Kid. Okay, let's keep going. We're good. Yes, it's me, Tony the Kid, of course, you guys. We're going to start the reject rundown. Basically, today's episode is going to be about the WrestleMania recap. We're gonna saw, we saw part one of WrestleMania today. Um, we're going to recap that today. And other topic today is going to be a, uh, the Bret Hart story. I think our timeline and what we want to do with our Bret Hart um, timeline and stuff. So it's going to be a very interesting show. Just letting all you guys know I'm reporting live from WrestleMania. Um, you know, it's great. It, it's a warm 36 degrees right now here in my room, which is in <laughs> Illinois. But I'm reporting from WrestleMania, which I'm not there. But <laughs> Good stuff. What about you, Uncle Lisp? I'm in my room. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, so first first things off, let's start off. Uh, huh? I'm actually dressed up as a fan right now, wearing my Muhammad Ali shirt. Hey, I think we all dressed as the fans. We got Sting. I got my boy Sting. What about you, Uncle uh, uh, SG3? Sorry. Pick the strong style, Shinsuke Nakamura, man. There you go. So we all got wrestling gear today because it's a wrestling episode. So let's try to dive in now. Uh, first thing first about WrestleMania recap. I thought it was an interesting show. Actually, to be honest, my opinion was very skeptical on how the show was going to turn out to be, especially being part one and no fans and heard a lot of rumors about re- pre-recording and all this type of stuff for whatever. But uh, it actually was okay. I did miss out in a few matches. Um, I think for sure my matches that I saw was the first one with Alexa Bliss and Great uh, match. Cross. That cross lady, I don't know, and then the the Asian girls, I don't even know their name. Uh, Kabuki Warriors. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, All right, cool. Her name is not Kyrie Saint. It's Kiri Saint. Wow, I've been saying it wrong this entire time. (laughs) Uh, And then what else? Your name. That's all. Yeah. What else did I see? Goldberg versus Strowman, Rollins versus Owens, and then the last match with uh, Undertaker and uh, AJ Styles. AJ Styles. We so, also had a ladder match, uh, Kofi, Morrison, and that one guy, one see, of those. I don't pay attention, but he did say he didn't see it. I'm just saying, they were put, kind of post that one out. There. Yeah, so, I didn't. I didn't see all of the show. I only saw what I thought were important matches. 
to my opinion. But that's just me. Um, me too. I just I skipped to see who won. Yeah. I was skipping through. Yeah, I, I found myself just pressing the fast button. Um, well, my opinions on the matches, I guess. I guess I'll start off, Uncle Lisp. Um, pretty good, decent show. No, I'll go first. You did not want you to go first at all. No, no, not at all. Definitely not. No, because you're messing me up. I got to get my mind straight. So let me take my words out, and then I'll let you take over and let you mess up everything. So the. First match, of course, tag team match. I thought it was a pretty decent match. Um, very solid. Good good tag team, I think. It was very energetic when it came to their highlight moves. A lot of highlight stuff. A lot of jumping off the top ropes. Thought that was very cool. Um, got the hype feel for them, I guess you could say, from watching the TV screen instead of live. But um, that was decent. Then I jumped into the Rollins versus Owens. That match, I thought, was pretty dope. Um, I think those two actually work well with each other. In the ring, so they they have good chemistry. I think that's a very good uh, duo right there. They need kind of they need to build off of that once it involves like championships and stuff like that. So that's a pretty good one. Um, love the fact that Owens jumped off, landed on Rollins. That was pretty cool. That was insane. Fa- yeah, found found a way to give us a highlight reel, and that was a highlight reel. So that was dope. Um, then then it was the Strowman versus Goldberg. I don't know if that was Goldberg's retirement match, but it felt like. I mean, literally, I think I counted eight moves in the match, and the match was done. It was done. But, you know, whatever. I mean, it's typical, you know, Goldberg's not, he wasn't really in good shape compared to the last WrestleMania that he was in. So I think this one around, you can kind of feel that, you know, Vince, I'm done. I'm done. Time me out. I'm out. I'm out of here. And then, uh... The what's what was the match? Undertaker versus AJ Styles. What was the name of the match again? Boneyard match. Boneyard match. No lie, I thought that was the best match of the freaking night. I thought that was the best match for Undertaker in the last five years. I was thinking six, but who was judging? Who was saying anything? But okay. Yeah, uh, it just. I like how Uncle Esp is thinking right now about the last. <laughs> yes, exactly. He's thinking about one of the last ones, but that was by far the most. Best one that I've seen. I, no lie, it was, it was just in his realm of movement, like body movements. Can't really jump off. Can't really bounce against the ropes. Can't really do any like highlight moves. It was just a straight up brawl in the backyard and him just fighting. His type of style, perfect. Um, definitely AJ Styles pulled off with the whole like carrying the match of him getting beat up quite often and everything and the whole talk. The whole talking back and forth, that was freaking awesome. They had good lingo with each other. And um, it was suspense, It was suspenseful, in my opinion, to be honest. I did not press fast forward once. That's how I know that match was actually really good. So, I give it props. I give it props. Who wants to go next? Uncle Lisp, you're next. Oh, that little way. I'm sorry, my throat was dry. Yeah. Dry. I can't get a paper towel or anything because I had nothing near me. What? <laughs> you know, to cover your cough, but I had to, like, you know, cover my cough. Why do you just stay there all silent? Because we're waiting for you to tell us the story of your WrestleMania recap, man. Oh, okay. Why are you talking about your cough, dude? <laughs> 
Okay, so let's do this real quick. Um, what did I like about it? So far, the intro was pretty good. I like that uh, Johnny Depp entrance. That was him. I'm not too sure, but it sounded like him. That little um, adventure sea type of thing going on. Did agree. Um, I think it sounded like him. Not big on Grunk. No. Not at all. Wasn't really fond of the Grunk thing. No. Um, Becky Lynch had a pretty good entrance for her WrestleMania match. They're trying to like really turn her into Stone Cold in a way. Um, pretty good match. Decent, not big. I like the Kabuki Warriors versus uh, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Um, Wait. That was okay. Time out. Time out. Sorry, Uncle Lisp. Don't mean to do this to you. Did you just say Becky Lynch? Did she wrestle today? Uh-huh. I, I missed Becky Lynch? Yes. Okay, I got to rewatch that, fans. I'm sorry. I'm a huge Becky Lynch fan. I did not know that she wrestled today. See? This is what's messed up with the whole timeline of part one and part two is that I don't know who's the, the good matches that I want to see. This is why you watch the show. This is why you read our, our uh, group comments because I think in the group comments it said, hey, I'm on the Becky Lynch match. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. That was my bad. I gotta re I gotta rewatch that and saw that see that match again. So, but go ahead, go ahead, Uncle Liz. Yes. Go ahead, Uncle Liz. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll bring that back tomorrow for you. Gotcha. So, Becky Lynch was good. Um, again, I like the Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins match. Okay. I like the little back and forth talk that they did. I think we found our new Rock and Stone Cold in a way. When it comes to like back and forth, good chemistry. We just need more guys to be able to compete with both of those guys to build up a better, uh, I can't say cycle of wrestlers. Now, I'm not too big on the John Morrison match or the Sami Zayn and Daniel Bryan. Um, interesting to see Goldberg lose that quick. So, if nobody watched it. Uh, interesting to, to see uh, the Goldberg and Braun Strowman match. That was pretty good. And Taker's biker entrance. <laughs> Pretty good match that they had at WrestleMania. <laughs> okay, here's an interesting three. So, alright, cool. Dang, I'm in, alright. So, let's, first the entrance to me was the, the whole just beginning of WrestleMania, it kind of like lured me in from the beginning. Um, I like how they kind of just played off each other, whether it was Johnny Depp or not, but how him and the movie guy, they played off each other. It's kind of funny. Yeah, I I like that. Let's now go to the first match. Kabuki Warriors versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. I honestly think Nikki Cross made this match because I feel feel like for her, because she's never been to WrestleMania, so for her, whether it had fans, whether it didn't have fans, whether it was in the backyard, whether it was in the junkyard, whether it was in the tire truck, whether it was like in the tire yard, she did not care. She was going to sell this thing because she was going to hype it up and she sold it. 100% sold it. That's what actually got me into that match. Nikki Cross was fantastic. Honestly, I, I think so much- she was in a better royal last year. Her and uh, Carrie Zane. But if you look at it though, it's never been like she hasn't had a WrestleMania moment. Like, she hasn't had a match. Yeah, so, like, her match is focused on her. You know, it's something to be in a battle royal, like, you know, for, for, I don't know, whatever they put it as. I don't know the name of it anymore. But for her to have, from last year, to be part of that, to this year, going for a title, 
And then this year, basically, she carried Alexa Bliss, carried that match on her back. And it showed. To me, kudos, 100% respect, admiration for, for, for that young lady. She's going to have a big career in that, in that company. She keeps bringing that kind of intensity to all of her matches. One, uh, they didn't fully see the Becky Lynch match. Bad guys. Um, I didn't see the other two matches in between. I kind of saw like towards the end of the uh, Seth Rollins and uh, Kevin Owens match. <clears throat> I felt like that was a good match. I like I like the trash talk. I like the back and forth. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I like the uncensorship that they showed in this one. There was like no filter. It was you know what, hundred percent. We're just gonna give you guys everything. No filter. Here we go. Uh, for the PG area that the, the WWE is in, I liked it. It was kind of like a little bit more cutting edge. felt a little bit different. Uh, I feel like maybe they're kind of going towards like more like PG-13 here and there. I feel like it's going to be more for like the bigger events. I feel though anything that's on TV, still going to be PG, still going to be okay for the kids. On the network though, it's PG-13. Uh, Goldberg and Strowman. I was expecting a very fast, easy match, whether it's Goldberg's last match, whether it's Goldberg's umpteenth last match. We don't know. All I know is I wasn't expecting a long match. I was literally expecting a power slam or two to finish him off. The fact that he lasted four, I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. I'm just happy the fact that Braun Strowman finally got the title two years later, but I'm just glad he already got it. It's all the maps. <laughs> Braun finally got what Braun deserved, the title. Um, so I feel like that's also why they dropped it. that's also why I feel why they dropped the Intercontinental title when he did was due to the fact that he was going to get the Universal I'm happy, I'm glad the fact that he got it, I approve 100% uh, last but not least, the Boneyard match I give approval rating across the board it was a great match to bounce off of what you just said Tony the Kid um, the fact this was like takers like old, old school kind of style it was basically fist, fist to fist, fist to face. Let's rock. Let's let's yeah. Basically, like whatever, whatever you're kind of just you know just the dish, dish, you know that dish, dish. One of them kind of moments. Um, you know, Taker coming out with like a thousand guys against him, and Taker coming out on top. AJ Styles sold it perfectly. I mm -hmm. like when after he got choke slammed. Please don't bury me. Please don't bury me. Please don't bury me. I like that kind of lingo. Yep. Because it's like you still now show the fact that people still fear Taker, mm -hmm. even though he's the old guy. Yep. Even though he's Mark Calloway, whatever you want to call him now. I like how they broke that wall though throughout the whole storyline and how they call each other by name. It was also aimed at you know at, at the relationship. It was named at everything. They broke that wall that you normally don't see in the storyline. So the fact that they broke it and they went through it and they still held character throughout the entire time to me was great. So honestly, if I was to rate this WrestleMania for night one out of five star, I would give it a 3.754 out of five stars. That's just me though. Yeah, I kind of go with that. I would go about three to three and a half, three and a half. I think the beginning probably, if I would have, I needed to see Becky Lynch if I, to give me an actual full, full perspective of the whole the whole WrestleMania, but yeah, at least in, need to see Becky Lynch. yeah, at least the last three matches, I can tell you right now, those for Great. sure, good, I solid for what they were as far as the wrestlers that were involved in the, in the in the matches themselves and the type of matches they were. I give it those last three at least a five star because 
Rollins and Rollins and freaking uh, Owens, they pull off a heck of a show. Goldberg and Strowman, we I did not anticipate them actually have a fifteen minute match, but for that last two three minutes worth of back and forth with each other, just fine. Strowman getting the it title. Was 15 minutes? Huh? It was fifteen minutes. No, that's what I'm saying. For it not to be a fifteen minute oh. match, that thank you Jesus, I did not see that coming. So that's the good part. Uh, but the Undertaker and the, like I said, the Undertaker and AJ Styles won. That was phenomenal. I I, I love like you talking about the whole fourth wall type of thing broken down a little bit. The talking back and forth throughout WrestleMania, this like the lingos that they were saying, the cuss words. I don't know if y'all caught on to it, but I, in the Rollins versus Owens one, I liked how they were using the bell and actually hitting the head like they normally used to do to actually make an impact on the wrestlers. Yeah. That was cool. Um, I think they use the back of the bell. Huh? Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not the yeah, normally it was always the back of the bell anyways. It just made that sound like, ding. So. Honestly, though, it, it it was. I feel like it was a great one. I didn't. I wasn't feeling much. Did we just uh, do this whole episode without recording it? No, we're recording it. So we're gonna have to edit that part. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. I just wanted to make sure because it looked weird. Oh goodness! It's like working with a third child. I swear, <laughs> it really is. Anywho, uh, I thought you said you were gonna mess up today, man. Thank you. Well, the thing just popped up and said, Tony the Kid is recording. And I'm like, what? No? All that, that we just did a while ago that didn't record? Nope. But now that you guys confirmed, I should just wrote a message and say, hey, guys, blah, blah, blah. Sorry about that, everybody. That's okay. It's a, lear- it's a, learning, it's a learning thing a with learning you. Okay. Yes, it's cool. So I guess we can all give the all WrestleMania approval of a three and a half, give or take, you know, for at least, yeah. at least the first night. I'm leaning more towards four stars, man. Even, uh, you know what? The Baron Corbin-Elias match, eh, I feel like there could have been a little bit more. You know, make a little bit more, make a little bit more hardcore. Mm-hmm. You know, just, just for the heck of it. You know, because these guys are supposed to be quote-unquote hate each other. You know, Corbin dropped him 15 feet onto steel con- onto concrete. Cool. Run it off of that. Say, you know what? This match has been completely changed. We're not going to do a hardcore style. Cool. You could have gotten maybe like, like in, my, in my grade, could have gotten like a three, a three out of five stars if you would have done something like that. Yeah, I, I think so too. Is, eh, I do like though the lingo that you hear now between the refs and the wrestlers. I like it. But you know what though? There's one thing I did not catch. Michael Cole did not comment on the Taker match. There was Nobody no commentary did. on the Taker match. No, yeah. The, That's it, what I think to me was the best part about it. It was just a raw, purebred, let's just fight and we're done. It was kind of like a... It's like an acting scene or something like that type of scenario. You know what I mean? Like, it was it was like something like that where I thought it was actually pretty good. I think what they did is uh, they created a mini movie off of it. Yeah. So you're looking at uh, you're looking at Undertaker and something that the production crew did really good at is how they filmed it. Yeah. And uh, I believe they could actually make a good movie series of The Undertaker himself. Yeah. Yeah, Which would be good. Most you can make a movie about Paige, you can make a movie about the Undertaker. Not a knockout page, not saying anything bad. I'm but, saying you can make a movie about her, you can make a movie about Taker. Exactly. Um, yeah, true. At this point, though, so far, I liked it. I give it, a, I, for, for you know, I don't give it two thumbs up, I give it a thumbs up. It's good,
Gronk Mania. I like the I like the just just the word Gronk Mania. Uh, I feel that if, if Mojo Bali hadn't done enough, then it would not have been that good with him alone. Yeah, no, I felt the I felt the plainness when it came to Gronk talking and. You know, I could see him shouting and trying to get a reaction and getting excited and stuff, but don't feel it. Don't feel it. Sorry. All right, sure, good. Yep. Be nice. Okay, well, that, I guess that's our recap for WrestleMania. Uh, we'll hope to see tomorrow's second episode, part two, I guess, of WrestleMania and get a bigger perspective of the whole show. Yeah, pretty much. And Tony, the kid's gonna watch the uh, Becky Lynch. Lynch match. I'll watch the Becky Lynch match. I'll watch the ladder match. And I'll watch the whole Rollins versus uh, Owens match. Kevin Owens. Done. Oh yeah, yeah, Kevin Owens. Kevin Def- definitely, definitely. All right. Well, second part of the episode is basically gonna be uh, we just did a recent uh, recording of the whole Montreal school job from Dark Side of the Ring. We did like a review on it, and we got the thinking of a good perspective of Bret Hart as a wrestler himself. And I think we kind of came up with some different scenarios. Involving WrestleMania? Yeah, different scenarios involving WrestleMania. And also different scenarios of just him in general, how he would have ended his retirement uh, in his career within the wrestling industry. Yeah, so... um, He didn't end it earlier, I guess. Yeah, do you want to start off with, actually, Uncle Lisp? No, I'll let you guys go. And then I'll go. I, this is very important. He's a, I'm a big fan of Hart. Okay. All right. What about you, SC3? I'm looking forward to this whole week. So, all right, cool. We'll give it to him. Uh, Tony the Kid, you first. Yeah. All right. Well, I want to start off with, I guess I'll start off with Bret Hart. So, it got me thinking of the perfect wrestler. I guess you can say, or, or his perfect comeback. Um, I think Uncle RJ, you were telling me WrestleMania 17, if I'm not mistaken, was the fatal four-way? Yeah, so let me give you an idea of what we're doing. So the idea is to book Bret Hart in various WrestleMania matches uh, from, like, let's say if he was to come back at 17 or 18, anywhere around there. And when would he have officially retired if he never retired earlier in his career? what WrestleMania you would have done it. Uh, 17 was um, actually, the main event for 17 was The Rock in Austin. 16 was the Fatal 4-Way, uh, Rock, Triple H, Big Show, and McFoley. Okay, so 16 was the, trip, the triple threat, I mean the Fatal 4-Way. Yeah. Okay, so I my perspective is, I think if 17 was the whole final um, Rock versus Stone Cold, or was that 18? It was 19. Uh, 19 was the last one. Dang. 17 was the better one of all three. Okay, so then not 17. We keep 17 as the Rock and Stone Cold. We'll leave them two there. I would probably put then, in the Fatal 4-Way, I would put Bret Hart coming back to WWE for sure. Him involving himself in the Fatal 4-Way, getting his so-called putting... I think in, I think involving him into that final match uh, and especially kind of how the Montreal Screwjob ended, involving himself into the title match and basically saying, um, this is my title. I left technically with this title. I never lost that. I never tapped. You never saw me. That whole storyline would have came up Jump Street when he came back to Montreal or came back from uh, WCW. So I think that would have pers- like 
make this whole perspective of him and his character highlight within WWE. And then going forward, he would have multiple matches, I would probably have to say, in WrestleMania. I think he's the type of wrestler that you can put him in the Heart Foundation type of tag teams throughout the years. Um, I can definitely see him having tag, tag team matches against the Hardys, the Dudleys, all of them. During that whole time frame, that was a perfect time frame for him to kind of evolve his Heart Foundation uh, heart, heart Foundation back again to come up and make a good tag team run as well too as, and also with his whole solo career. I think he would have made multiple matches with def many different wrestlers. Triple H would have been a nice one. Uh, Shawn Michaels would have, again, that would have been great. Going forward with Undertaker, that would have been fantastic. Stone Cold, The Rock himself, I think would have been like a nice one. Um, but mine, my main wrestler that I think would have would have gave him a good storyline through in the middle of all that would have been Chris Jericho. I think for me, I would love to have him go against Chris Jericho with at least a nice headline WrestleMania match going forward. Um, I actually technically think that now switching up what I thought would have been his retirement, I think his retirement match would have been against Chris Jericho. I would definitely like adding him at the end, probably around 20... Add him around WrestleMania 24 or 5. Which one was it when Shawn Michaels ended his career? 26. 26? Uh, WrestleMania did it in 24. 24. So I would do it around 25 then. Because 24 Flair, 25 Bret Hart, and then gave 26 to Shawn Michaels. Because I think Shawn Michaels definitely would have rather go after Undertaker. And that timeline, I don't want to mess up. That was perfect. So 25 would have been a nice one for Bret Hart to say, you know what, I'm calling it calling it a career. And then having it going against Jericho, him knowing them in the Lions Den, him involved in the whole family tree type of thing like that, I think that would have been a nice depth going forward. Chris Jericho saying he's the best, you know, type of thing like that, the best commentator, best freaking, not like ring wrestler itself. That would just, the talk. The mannerisms, the mannerisms going back and forth with each other would have been a phenomenal TV showing. And I think that would have been a very, very respectful goodbye for Brett, Brett the Hitman Hart. So I would say that would have been mine. Cool. Um, let me go on mine. Um, great talk. Don't forget uh, for me. Uh, I would have him come back before WrestleMania 19. Um you know what? Yeah, before WrestleMania 19, I actually haven't come back exactly to WrestleMania 19 because that was in Montreal. So how to... Mm -hmm. Hey, look, you have glasses on. So <laughs> how to rewrite the Montreal screw job? You have them come back in Montreal and win the, win the match. That's just me. Could have done it against anybody. If I was to start somebody, though, I probably would have done it maybe with like Chris Jericho, maybe even an edge. Mm. You know, kind of kind of like to... Because they're all from Canada. So kind of to give them that welcome. You have a big pop, you have a major crowd, they give you that, hey, you know, we're giving you the thumbs up, we're giving you that approval, because you're going forward with the whole Montreal and getting rid of the Montreal screw job and making it like a rewrite. That's one. If I was to have him retire, though, I would have him retire at 23, and i have him retire um, against Kurt Angle. That would have been good. Oh, that's perfect. That would have been nice matches. Kurt Angle would have, you know what? <clears throat> 
this is probably around the time when Kurt Angle was a, was on his wrestling machine. He was just straight killing it. He was straight just doing every, just doing everything you thought was unmanageable. He was actually bringing out wrestlers like the best side of them. And I feel that if you have both of them, I know Angle would have gotten the ankle lock. Hart would have turned it around into the sharpshooter, got right back into the ankle lock. You know, you would have had a good moment. And finally, Angle just, I'm tired of it, Hart. You're just going to tap. Mm-hmm. So. All right. That's what I feel. Um, but that's my that's my take on the whole thing. Uncle Lips, floor is all yours. Cool. I actually wrote down a whole bunch of opponents and different manias. Of course you did. It won't take long, trust me. <laughs> so actually, I'm going to take off two of my list. Um, I think if I was to bring Brad for her back to uh, WWE for WrestleMania, it would have been like SG3 just said 19 would be perfect. Um, I remember there was a match that Taker had against Big Show and uh, A-Train where uh, his partner was knocked out. I think I would have had Bret Hart surprise everybody as Taker's uh, special partner. You know, it's like a partner he had waiting in the back just to come out and help him beat these two guys. Even though Taker did on his own, but it would have been cool to have Bret Hart to do it. For 20, I would have had Bret Hart versus this, uh, Mr. McMahon. You need Bret Hart to beat the balls. Right there, he would have been in better shape. He would have put on a better match against Vince. Uh, 21, Bret Hart versus Jericho, like SG3 had before. And you had Jericho. I had Jericho on 21. Mm. Um, 22, I have Bret Hart against Randy Orton. Oh, okay. The legend killer right there, he would have tried to kill the legend of Bret Hart. Yeah. And 23, I had uh, Hart versus Triple H. I think Triple H didn't have a match at the time. I had uh, Hart versus Sting at 24. If, you know, any scenario I could bring Sting back, I would have done that. Mm-hmm. And for 25, I would have had The Undertaker in um, Hart's career. I believe that if anybody should have finished uh, Hart off, it would have been Taker. Alright. Cool. I mean... Perspectively, like, bro, just imagine how many matches he would have had at WrestleMania would have been phenomenal. I think he would have had a lot of WrestleMania moments. Uh, SG3, you touched on the whole Kurt Angle one. I think that right there, those two, like, during the early WrestleManias of maybe 20 or something like that, 19, those guys would have blew the roof off of a freaking WrestleMania match. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, you even could... One. Even the Jericho one. I mean, with Kurt Angle and Bret Hart, you could definitely pull off a submission match. Now, even though Bret Hart himself thinks that that's a dumb match, and like if you ever heard him talk with Stone Cold, I think he had a podcast uh, or during the whole Stone Cold podcast one where he doesn't like the WrestleMania matches because it's limited to the, I guess, the wrestler. But it's depending on the wrestler. I think if you had had a, a Kurt Angle like that wrestler, you could have pulled off a submission match. So. Yeah, 100%. You know, those type of matches would have been phenomenal. Bret Hart versus Taker. That would have been a, a great freaking series to watch. Bret Hart, again, versus... Uh, like, one wrestler I think would have been nice is The Rock. Bret Hart and The Rock in the wrestling ring have some nice matches. Those two, I think, would have definitely blew off a roof uh, for WrestleMania. So, it's just... Like, you can just imagine him being involved with those type of wrestlers themselves. And what his impact would have been. would have been phenomenal. This, he just would have had a, a better career if he would have came back, if he would have had great terms, and it were great terms, and it would have been awesome. True. 
So I agree. Actually, he would have been. It would have been a better send off for him, a better career ending game. He would have left yeah. off still with a better higher note than he did recently. Definitely. 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 All right. Well, final notes. Um, thus far, Bret Hart, phenomenal wrestler. WrestleMania Part One, three and a half. I think we'll look forward to Part Two for tomorrow. So, as for me, Tony the Kid, I think we're gonna. I'm gonna sign off as of now. I think it was a great show, you guys. I appreciate y'all. So, SG3, go ahead and off, buddy. All right, as for me, though, uh, I'm going to say this. WrestleMania for me, 3.7, four, uh, uh, maybe four stars. I need to just watch those three matches one more time. I'll be able to give you guys my final opinion. I'll be able to update it tomorrow. Uh, Bret Hart, the best there is, the best there is, the best there ever will be, hands down. Uh, greatest technical wrestler for sure. Um, for, as for me, though, it's me. It's SG3. Y'all have a good night. Uncle Liz, take it away. Hi everybody, so I'm wearing Muhammad Ali shirt because it's a historical moment. Ali was part of the first WrestleMania. And I just want y'all to know that. Other than that, yeah, this WrestleMania deserves a good old fashioned reject stamp. There you go. So I'm stamping it. I like it. I like oh, it. Deserved it. Stamp of approval. It's pretty good. Other than that, everybody, thank y'all for being with us. Peace out. Have a good night. Okay. That was good. That was good. I stopped. I stopped recording. So it's very nice. All right, so now we're gonna come out with New Jack City.